Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mike, good to hear from you. Uh, we talked a little bit uh, last night via text, but Katie, uh, a mother now, I believe you said she just had her second child. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, she's uh, she's a terrific mother, and uh, it's fun to watch her uh, now take over those parenting duties. <laughs> Have you given her any advice yet, or are you just going to wait till she starts asking questions? You know, she's very wise, and she goes to her mother for that advice. <laughs> and, uh, Obviously, you guys you guys uh, raised her well. Then that's for sure. Uh, Mike is somebody that will probably never have a bobblehead night. What's it What's it like? What's What's it like knowing that you're gonna have your own bobblehead tomorrow night? You know, I've um, I've been fortunate. I'll never forget the first one that, that came out. Um, I think it must have been during the '01 season after um, I was able to win uh, a Gold Glove, and so they did a. Um, a, a bobblehead in, in honor of that, which was a huge deal for me. But I'll never forget McGuire was sitting next to me, and for some reason, they um, they made this bobblehead with me extremely jacked. <laughs> I, got, I got muscles popping out all over the place, and McGuire just had one, and they made him look really dumpy. And <laughs> he was he was so mad at me, like I was the one that designed both of them. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I I, uh, I I show uh, I show that one to my kids and make sure they remember that uh, or whoever designed that did me a huge favor and made me look a whole lot more ripped than what I actually am. Somebody at the bobblehead making factory is like, I don't like that McGuire. I watch this. <laughs> That's incredible. Have you seen Have you seen tomorrow tomorrow night's bobblehead? I have I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, what what a cool deal. Um, you know when the, the Cardinals. Um, contacted me uh, was Larry State and Joe Pfeiffer with the alumni group, and they mentioned what they'd like to do. And they, they actually, I think they even verbalized it as, "Hey, we'd like to invite you back into the family." And I'm like, "Well, first of all, who kicks family out?" Um, but that's kind of uh, <laughs> that's kind of our business, right? Same with the hockey world. But um, it, it was a, it was a great run here, um, and, and you know, this was home. We raised our kids here. We spent 30 years of our life, Kristen has spent 50 of her years here and it is a great place to call home and a great place to raise our kids and i i had an idea it was going to be a really good place to play i had no idea how good and it was a a great run and we enjoyed every minute of it as a player let alone the the gift of being able to manage a club here as well and the place that we called our home it was something that um is so special it's hard to put into words well, Mike, you're always in the St. Louis and the Cardinals family and the 101 ESPN family. We always love having you on. But I'm looking at the bobblehead right now. I actually just pulled it up online. It, it looks great. Um, but you have your catcher's mitt over your head. And before you joined us, Jamie was saying that he's really jealous of your hair, that you have unbelievable <laughs> flow. Are you bummed out that they didn't have your hair prominent in this year's bobblehead? You know what? I, I couldn't hear all of that. Um but it had something to do with hair. And, You've got um, great hair, Mike. I'm so jealous. Jamie's jealous. The bottom line, so Jamie's no, jealous. No, no, no. Mike has the it's, hockey it's, hair. I wish I still had. You know what? It's um, it's smoke and mirrors, man. It's uh, and, and I think that's part of it. And I sh- they should have told me this before I started managing that it was going to uh, fall out in clumps every time you walk by a sink. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it, it's just management at this point. But that's all right, man. When you got 
we have our sixth grandbaby on the way. There's no sense in even trying to act or pretend like you're cool anymore. Um, and Kristen now has been in for 30 years, so she's in for the long haul. And, uh, so we're just trying to manage what uh, what hair's left. But, yeah, they, uh, they've, they've done me pretty good in the past with some of those bobbleheads. Yeah, I'm at the point where I've kind of thrown in the towel. I'm like a, like a fairway keeper where I just kind of you know, try to patch up wherever the holes are and make it look better than it actually is, Mike. You know, just a daily battle, yeah, that's all. It's a skill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, look, I'd be remiss not to talk to you a little bit about baseball while we have you on here. You just mentioned it a couple of minutes ago, just gold glove, catcher, and you had such an amazing career as a player. Uh, you know, a lot – of news here recently in St. Louis. We, we talk, I'm sure you've heard the Wilson Contreras catching, not catching, the preparation, the work that goes into it. While, while we have you on the air, just not so much Wilson Contreras, but just yourself personally, what did your preparation look like when you were catching? You know, that was probably the only thing I ever helped Yachty with. Um, I got a lot of credit for helping him more than what I actually did. His dad and his brothers completely prepared him, and he's just gifted. And and he was always going to be somebody that was a, a, a learner. Um, but catching for Tony LaRusso and for Dave Duncan was a whole different skill set. And I was fortunate <clears throat> that I, I had that high-level demand. Even when I came up with the Milwaukee Brewers, Bill Garner was extremely hard on his catchers. And uh, there's just a, an accountability that goes along with having a reason, having a why for every signal that you put down there. It's not random um, fingers that you're throwing down. But a lot of that is uh, is perception as much as anything else. It's giving giving the, the pitcher a sense that, yes, I've done my homework. Yes, I'm using my instincts. And I've got a great idea where we need to go right now. And when you have a doubt... Uh, go ahead and use your instincts, and I won't let you make a mistake. I think that's one of the best things that you can teach a young pitcher is you 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 throw your game, you pitch your game, but when you get into a tight spot, I'm not going to let you do anything stupid. And and some of that just takes time. It, it, and to be honest, uh, people get spoiled having a Yachty Molina behind the plate where they don't have to think. And then if the wheels start to fall off, it, it's uh, an easy place an easy place to go if you don't have the rapport. Plus, there's just not that sense of security from having gone through so many different successes and failures and trials. Um, and Yachty's reputation preceded him. It, it was a, even though Wilson's had a lot of um, experience and a lot of success, uh, Yachty's a different animal. And so I, I always try and encourage um, whenever somebody's stepping into one of those spots because coming in to manage right on the heels of Tony La Russa, the worst thing that I could have done was tried to be a second-rate version of Tony. And the same thing goes for anybody that comes in to catch for the St. Louis Cardinals after Yadier Molina. But in time, uh, they're, going to, they're going to get it figured out. But you know what? In this business, um, it's not, we're not patient. It, it just has to happen, especially in a market like this. It's always wired and built to win, and they expect it to happen right out of the gate. So, Mike, as a catcher coming into a new organization, and you went from the Brewers to the Cardinals, and certainly, you know, there's growing pains immediately because you have to get used to the staff, the pitchers, everything involved, the way they do their business. So for a guy like Wilson Contreras, a veteran guy coming into a new team, the Cardinals, a historic franchise, you know, how hard is it for a guy like that to come in, build those relationships up in a very short period of time during spring training where there was a WBC going on at the same time, you know, how hard is it for him to come in and gain their confidence at the same time, too? 
Yeah, the WBC is a big deal, and, and I thought Emma, Major League Baseball has done a great job. I wasn't that sold on it, the idea from the beginning, but watching how it played out this year, it's fantastic and so well done, and, and it just really played out well, showcased uh, talent from all over the world. But it does take away from that ability uh, to build those relationships, and I don't care what relationship you're talking about. It's uh, the, the one staple that has to be there is trust, and that normally happens. That's not something you can force – uh, by experience, it's not something you can force with reputation. Uh, it's only going to happen through through time, and you need that time to kind of build that, to understand each other, to begin those conversations. That was that's really what I loved uh, most about the catching position was just how much of that was relational. And it's a good thing for me; it, it didn't take as much talent. It just took your time and effort. You just go out and spend time with your pitchers, and they're they're going to tell you everything that they want to know, uh, everything they want you to know, and so. Uh, I, I believe that that's still going to still going to happen, and we also have a lot of technology that it's going to help that that learning curve. There's so much out there now uh, to where we can get the information of how the game, and we're actually able to. What at one time was really subjective with game calling, and now it's, it's a whole lot easier to track. And I think those adjustments are going to happen in time. Um, but you know, Wilson, I always said I thought he was one of the most talented young catchers when he came up. Um, always impressed with how he went about it, and I know he's a sharp guy that loves to win. And those things are going to—they're going to figure themselves out in time. Mike, you talked about how it was so relational and how you used that to your advantage during your career. Was there ever a time during your career where you were maybe out of sync with the pitcher? And if so, how were you able to find that rhythm again? I'm sorry, guys. Could you repeat that for me? I can't hear her. Uh, no problem, Mike. Uh, Michelle was asking about if there's a time where maybe you fell out of sync with a, with a pitcher and how you were able to regather that, recoup that, so that you can uh, get back on the same page and get in sync with your with your pitcher. Yeah, sorry, Michelle. I, my was, tec- technical difficulties on this. No, side, Mike, that, but, was um, our, that was on know, our that was on our board. That's our fault. Sorry, Anthony's Mike. fault. Was, yeah, I'll, take the, I'll <laughs> take the blame, Mike. I'll take the blame on that. It's my fault. Just when in doubt, blame me. That thing does it happens all the time, and it can happen from game to game where you, you're just clicking and everything's right. And then a lot of it comes down to also, you know, part of the wiring of a of a catcher is taking the blame uh, sometimes when it's not your fault. Like, <laughs> um, but it's also uh, that's part of the beauty of the position is trying to take some of that pressure, and that's that's part of how you you build that rapport. And you know, and I know. Um, that's always going to be be the case for the guys who catch for a long period of time. They're just going to say, "Hey, I got to be better at this." And the way you do that is you just you just keep jumping in, you keep diving in, you keep going through those pregame video sessions, you keep going through all the data, you try to find some some uh, some sort of advantage of okay, how do we better use we use the, the analytical people to give us a better game plan of how to go about using certain pitches, which ones are we not maximizing certain counts. And, and I think the more time you, you spend with your staff, the more – and for me, one of the greatest things was being able to sit next to them during a game and even between at-bats, you know, what are you thinking here? Or, or what, what was your thought process in here? I went to this spot, but you shook me off. Tell me what you want. And then you got to have uh, enough – intelligence to be able to process it and and to be able to then repeat it and try to retain the things that make these guys good. Once again, they're going to give you the blueprint. You ask them enough questions 
they're going to guide you to, to what is going to allow them to be the most successful. How, how do you want me to treat you? And you're going to treat them all differently. And they're going to respond over time, but it just, once again, it does take time. That's, uh, great. I that's mean, great that's stuff. Great stuff, Mike. Um, before I let you go, though, I want to, I got to check with you a little bit here because you got the home run derby coming up. Now, Anthony and I will be participating in the home run derby, too. Not against you. We're going to be hitting softballs, and we'll be hitting them from second base, and we'll feel really good about ourselves. Um, Hopefully. But yourself, I mean, last year I did it, and, you know, I try to keep myself in okay shape, Mike. But uh, nonetheless, the next day I felt a little bit of uh, the obliques were a little bit sore. Have you been working on your swing at all? Well, let's um, let's go back into the archives and realize I had a very, very ugly swing back when they paid me to have one. Um, so I'm going to figure out how to get a second base and hit softballs. But I haven't, I haven't picked up a bat in a long time. Actually, I hadn't thrown a ball in six months until um, my son-in-law grabbed one the other day and told me I better at least be able to get it to home plate when I throw out the first pitch tomorrow. But oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that home run derby because I'm just going to let it eat, and I'll probably pay for a couple weeks after. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the next day, Mike. Jamie's right. Uh, the muscles you, you, had, oh, yeah. you haven't been using in a while, they, they start to scream at you the next day. Uh, Mike, we, we really appreciate it. We've loved having you on today. Thank you so much. Enjoy the night tomorrow night, and Jamie and I will see you in a couple of weeks at the O'Fallon Hoots Stadium for the home run derby. I look forward to it, guys. Thanks for the time. Y'all take care. You Thanks too. a lot, Thanks, Mike. Say hi to Katie for me. Oh, will do. Thanks. All right, thank you. That's Mike Matheny, former Cardinal skipper, of course, former Royals skipper, and uh, one of the best, if not the best, defensive catchers that uh, you're going to see.